Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah Colonna, Mary oh. at First Sight Wednesday. I am amped. Girl, Mary Radzinski. Hello. Welcome, listeners. Welcome to the Rage Fest. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> yeah. to it all. Um, we are here. It is Wednesday night. We are recording Married at First Sight after watching it with uh, uh, blood boiling and hard nipples, not necessarily in that order. <laughs> I don't know. I actually, I think it might have been that order for me, but you could not be closer to the truth. Screaming into pillows, maybe chucking some coasters onto the floor and then making eye contact with Mark and having to go pick them up. Just a a big night. Okay. Can I tell you that this, like, I, this is the first I, this is I at the beginning of the season. I remember being like, "Oh, whatever, snooze fest." Everybody's so in touch with their feelings, and now I'm like, "What the fuck is wrong with everybody?" And sorry yes. for that bum out of the gate. I'm gonna oh, re- I'll I- dial it back, but no, you won't. No, it's just a lot, <laughs> a lot happening. Um, thank you guys for being here. Join our Instagram. Are you my podcast? Join our Facebook group. Are you my podcasters? Where it is a lively bunch. And they have lots of thoughts on Married at First Sight. And it's a fun, fun group. Mary, don't you have some shows coming up at the beginning of October that you should tell everyone about? Yes, I do, Sarah Colonna. Thank you. I will be at Skyline Comedy Club in Appleton, Wisconsin on Friday, October 7th and Saturday, October 8th. Two shows each night. You can get tickets at SkylineComedy.com or MaryRedzinski.com. I'm super excited and I can't wait to fuck up a cheese curd. Yeah, girl, get your some. I love that club. It's super fun. Um, so everyone go see Mary there. And then we are performing together. Might as well tell people now, get your plan, your plan, your trip in Fort oh Wayne, God. Indiana mm-hmm. at the what's the name of the comedy club? I was just going to say, is it Summit Comedy Club? Yes, yeah, Summit City Comedy Club. Sum- Jesus. Yes. Um, sorry, there's a lot on our plates. I'm right at first well, night Wednesdays. I know. Summit City know. Comedy Club. That's November 17th through 19th. And you yes. can get tickets on at summitcitycomedyclub.com or sarahcolona.com. Or I'm Mary Radzinski.com. I'm putting that bitch on there. Opening you, for my CUDA. You got all the dot coms. And I have a couple other dates, Spokane and uh, Louisville that are also on my website um, for November and December. Anyway, you get it. You can see us. But f- up first is Mare Bear in Appleton, Wisconsin. Go see her. That's a fun club. I'm so excited. It's my first time there. So you know how oh. I am. I'll I'll bring my first day of school cardi. It'll be fun. I'm going to tell fun. you, there's a, a a bar there that's a has a Christmas theme, which you know, if anyone oh, for for wow. anyone who doesn't know, lots of you don't know, but my husband is a big fan of Christmas. So I found out about it because he used to live in Green Bay when he played for the Packers. I found out about the Christmas bar, and it is a gem. And you gotta go. Oh, mm-hmm. I will go. I will. I, now I'm. I'm excited. I hope I make it to the shows. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I just wheezed. Wow. Okay. 
sure that'll uh, end up in a review. Why is she wheezing? Um, uh, well, I had to get my wheezes together because of a review a while ago. So, you know, thanks, guys. No, we actually have wonderful reviews on Apple Podcasts. And if you guys have not given us one and you have the time to go throw us a five stars and leave a quick line about how we just make your life better, it would yeah. be appreciated. Um, Mary, it, let's just get into it. Uh, I can't uh, with this episode. I, I, I know. Uh, what do you want to start with? Well, you know, let's start off just gentle. Um, okay. Let's, yeah. Like, let's start like off just with the like, tip. Yeah, just the tip, which okay. is basically what Justin has given Alexis so far, but not even from oh, what I hear. Um, let's I mean. start with Stasha and Nate, because there right. wasn't a ton about them. And um, it, this is the do- the episode where Dr. Pia comes to visit. Apparently, Pia is the only one that makes appearances anymore. And Cal and uh, Pepper just record from their basement because they're scared of us. I guess so. I was I okay. Yes. And what do you like? What are your initial thoughts of Pia? I mean, I know we've seen her before. I like can't get a read. Sometimes I feel like she's I'm like, yes, thank God she said this. And other times I'm like, why aren't you calling this bitch out? So I, I'm yes. sort of on the fence still. I'm on the fence with Pia. I, she seems like a nice lady. I just haven't felt that she has laid a firm ground anywhere. She hasn't said yeah. anything. I love that I'm acting like I'm some kind of expert, but whatever. I've been watching this I shit since season one. The amount of time guys. we put into this, we could have a fucking degree. You know what I mean? Like I don't. I know it's like we were wasting our lives, but we we do spend a lot of time. We do, and I yeah, I just haven't felt that she's taken a firm enough stance on anything. I can't tell if she's towing lines or if she is figuring out how to talk to these people because they're also involved in a reality show and there's a lot involved, which I do understand. So I don't know. I mean, she the the trust and intimacy shit, I could always do without. I never needed to see Stasha tied up in a dungeon in San Diego. Um, it looked like a nice place, honestly. I mean, it looked fine. I mean, I listen, any place is a sex dungeon if you close your eyes. <laughs> you know, I... <laughs> You know what I mean? I don't know. I just, I don't need a that whole lot. Is a, that's a t-shirt and a coffee mug and a million different things. Any place right? is a sex dungeon if you close your eyes. Wow. You just blew my mind and oh, also you're... made me uncomfortable all at the same time. You're welcome. That's a challenge that I'm I'm happy to accept. Um, No, I mean... Y- and, you know, after party two and Stasha's saying how they, you know, the camera guys were there. They were creeping them out. She likes to have her toes licked. And I'm just all I would like is a thumbs up. Things are good. You know, if the doors, the doors are rocking or the campers or whatever it is. I don't need I don't need a, a deep dive into how we got there. The visual. Well, it. I mean, when she starts talking about her getting her toes sucked after party was basically x-rated tonight i will say it really and, was uh-huh and i blame beth um who oh, i really like percent. yeah i yeah, love her yeah. but i blame her for it for some reason because i feel that she's just so it, open yeah she's very open and stasha and nate obviously their episode was very sex oriented and in some ways i mean it's also silly because it's like okay th- they get there by blah 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 she needs to open up more 
And so Pia says, well, the way you can relinquish control is Nate has to be in control of a complete situation and you have to just go with the flow. And of course it can't be a hike or something. It has to be, it's married at first sight. So it has to be that he's going to handcuff her to a bed and, and do the blindfold and all the thing, uh, all the pokey all around, all around. Um, it just kind of looked like a nice room. Actually, we joke that it's a sex dungeon, but it, it looked like they had to take a walk up to it. But I was like, is this just somebody, some rich person's Airbnb extra room in their house that they rent out always as a sex place? Or did they just decorate it like that for Married at First Sight? Because on After Party, she kind of mentioned to Beth, oh, I'll give you some links. And I thought, is that place in San Diego sex dungeon? Yeah. I mean, it didn't feel like a... I mean, it was, yeah, there was, you know, there was a swing hanging from the door, which I'll be honest, I'm into the swing idea. I wouldn't mind getting the link to that. <clears throat> for really? Listening. Yeah. I've not, that sounds crazy. I know, I know I'm just here to shock you. That's the only thing I've ever been interested in my brain ever, or some like, I like a, am shook. Really? This is but, not like what a, I expected. No, or like a big, um, like a big shower with like, hold on handle things that will, could be like a similar thing. Anyway. All right, let's move on. Oh we'll my save God. That for, Merry for like, Christmas we'll save to it you. For later. We'll say no. Yeah, I know. Mark, <laughs> Mark's uh, Mark just took a walk. I don't know where he's going. No. Um, I don't know why I'm saying that the sex. Oh, I know. Was that like, it didn't look super. It was a nice bed. It was a nice room. They had, you know, furry handcuffs and stuff, but it wasn't like some Christian gray fucking, you know, thing right i mean right it, it, well it wasn't it just, like crazy like i wouldn't spend money extra to go get my toes licked there that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah you would just get them licked at home and and, yeah, and feed yourself your some whipped cream yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's obviously everyone's giggling because they're on camera i don't know what he was doing under that blanket i have an, an idea <gasps> um but i sh- they look like they were having a nice time look the two of them have they have chemistry um, in these situations, it's hard to, to really feel the chemistry because everyone, they have cameramen in the room. And mm-hmm. I am, I know that she washed off her feet and he sucked her toes and the cameraman had to deal with that as we found out, like we, you talked about earlier, but, um, I it's bet hard the to really <laughs> had to be told like you listen guys, uh, this week, you're not going to be able to wear sweatpants to work. We're going to need you to wear <laughs> Um, like a denim with a little heft to it. It's going to get weird. Don't ask us why, but just you'll thank <laughs> us later. Wardrobe uh, mm-hmm. notes for, yeah. I also, I mean, I've made my husband and myself, by the way, wash off our feet before getting in bed, not because our toes were getting sucked, but because we were walking around all day and I don't want dirty feet at oh, the end sure. of my bed. I yeah. thought about that before. But my toe, I'm not a toe, I'm not going to toe shame anyone, but I don't want a foot in my mouth. I don't want a finger in my ass or a foot in my mouth. And I draw, <laughs> that's where I draw all the lines. I mean, that's a mug or a t-shirt if I've ever heard one. Keep your foot, feet and your fingers out of my holes. Yeah. Um, no, I hear you. I agree with that. I agree with that. The the thing about Stasha saying on the serious end of it, her talking about how she can't trust anyone unless she can fact check them. I understand how that's her brain. And I understand that she knows that's a problem. It's going to continue to be a problem for them both because they obviously, they don't think the same way at all, but also, 
you can't fact check love. You can't fact check how someone feels about you. You can't, it's not a, it's not a business transaction. Right. So right. I, I, I understand that she's aware of that. I understand she's very clear that she needs to work on that. I, I think she's hyper aware, so I'm not too worried about it, but that was an interesting moment for me in that conversation. Totally. And I think Pia did a good job with, you know, saying to her with her need to fact check, like, oh, do you, you know, you pair trust with control? And she's like, hmm, do I? You know, and so obviously this exercise is perfect. And like you said, she's so aware that I think just even having it talked about in front of a professional and just acknowledging it and then taking steps, they're they're good. Honestly, yeah. they're the only ones I fucking feel good about. <laughs> they're the only ones I feel good about. That's kind of all that happened with them, unless you mm-hmm. have anything else, really. I mean, we have so no. much to say about other people. The other couple that a lot didn't happen with was Lindy and Miguel, because they had that god-awful baby oh, doll Sarah. thing that cried Jesus. the whole episode. First of mm-hmm. all, no thank you. Um, no thank you. No thank you on the fake baby. This is... I remember in high school when they made us carry like a, a flower, like a baby made out of a flower sack around. Did your high school make you do this? <laughs> Actually, or is it just because I grew up in a small town in Arkansas and they assumed I was going to have a baby suit? <laughs> oh, my God. No, but see, I remember somebody in school had the fake baby. Like our school wasn't rich enough where there you could have everybody had one. But I remember a couple gals got assigned it and shit. Well, we had, we were Which, where you had to put like yeah. a key in. You had like when a you, bag of flour. Yeah. That's yeah. When you say rich, that's not, yeah. We had black bags of flour as a baby <laughs> or something. And then if you put, I think mine had a hole in it by the end of the day and leaked all the flour. And I was like, my baby's dead. So I don't, <laughs> I would have made a cake and been like, mine's born again. We've got it. We've got it. Whatever. Everything about the baby annoyed me. Everything about them calling it McGindy annoyed me. I understand they were mm-hmm. having a nice time. Now, I spent the entire episode going, why do these two assholes have to have a fake baby that cries? At one point when it was crying, I thought, why don't I, and actually Mitch, Mitch said this later. And then I thought, oh my God, I'm like Mitch, which alarms me. But I thought, why don't they just put that baby in a closet and close the door? Why are they acting like it's real? Why this isn't, no. are they going to get fired from the show? Couldn't you like go put it in the car, a trunk? Yes, yeah. a trunk. Exactly. Just put it yeah. in the trunk. It's not, this was, it's not a real baby. It's a doll that married at first sight makes cries, I guess, at certain time. I don't even know how they do that. But I just thought this, there's no way I would just be, I would just not go along with this part of the experiment. I would say, oh, I don't know. Did you guys leave us one? And I guess it's, I think, I guess it fell out of the window or something and it's oh, gone. Yeah. Yeah. It went missing. I'd be like, what baby? Yeah. <laughs> you know how they just leave them outside? I'd be like, no, I'm sorry. I mean, you went to the wrong firehouse. I don't know. We don't, there's no baby here. But I thought about why that when everyone else has the sex and intimacy thing. And do you think it's because she wasn't comfortable with the sex stuff being on camera due to her family and her upbringing and all that stuff? <gasps> Hold, Sarah, that is a really good explanation because that, you, you know, I was thinking it was more like they're just, they're a little bit annoying. She's a little bit annoying, but that makes a lot of sense because 
because now that you say that, so you know they gave the Jenga game too, and it had like um, so they're holding this baby, and then the question was like, you know, what? It was something like, what sexual position or what's something you'd like to bring into the bedroom and she got so weird and was kind of like maybe like strawberries with chocolate next and they kind of like they laughed yeah she really is very uncomfortable with that yeah i don't think i think she's probably fine when the door is closed and it's just between them but i think on camera she's probably my family watches this and right. i grew up this certain way so i that's i'm just she knows gonna that assume brother's watching sarah he yeah fucking oh yeah scary he is. He is watching. He, he probably walks by their apartment sometimes and does that like two fingers at the eye, two fingers at the apartment, like <laughs> thing, you know, he just an arrow and meet yeah. the fucker. Yes, yes. But a hundred percent. Oh, he just totally like, does. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I, think, like, I think you hit it. I think you hit the nail on the head I, with this. It had to have been it because yes. there. why else are they coming up with? I haven't seen that before from what I can remember. And I have. I've truly been watching this show since season one. I don't remember anything like that. Or if I did, I blocked it out for obvious reasons. So I think that must have been it. And they thought, well, if you get, cause she did, I mean, she did the body shot thing, by the way, I like how she, again, <laughs> she goes, I've never done a body shot before. What? And then she put her lips right around that thing and knocked it back like a pro. Just oh, saying. Yeah, I was going to say it might have been her first dance. I don't think it was her first <laughs> body shot, but I'll let her go along with it. But yeah, no, she uh, or else she's seen it done. She's a, couple a fast times. learner. Fast learner. I, that's what mm-hmm. you're saying. All right. Yeah. No, she handled that quite well. Yeah, she handled it well. And proud of her. Yeah. I mean, they, they couldn't really do. You couldn't get anywhere with them this episode because they started talking and then a fake baby started crying. And I was like, I don't this is unnecessary. But again, I. That's there wasn't a lot to show with them. Um, it, it just felt like a mean prank on them at the end of the episode. Baby crying well, all night. And- especially when they find out that, you know, Nate and Stasha got got to go on a little vacay into a <laughs> sex dungeon and they're playing with this doll that won't shut the fuck up. I mean, it's that would be a little annoying. Can you imagine? You're, oh, what did you guys get this week? I, oh, I we went to a sex dungeon. Kristen and Mitch. We got these questions and then got to feel each other with blindfolds on and not all these things. And she's like, oh, I got a I got a lifelike baby that cries and keeps me up all night. And I know I would have just quit the show. I would have, too. Although it was funny. Lindy did basically admit to the girls that, you know, soaked her yoga pants watching Miguel take (laughs) care of this baby. It really I mean, it turned her on big time. she did enjoy it. She uh, she likes watching him take care of a face. She thinks, I, listen, I don't think anyone watching a person take care of a fake baby that's given to you by a show is any indication of what they'll be like as a father. But good for you that you think that that's some sort of indication. If that, I mean, talk about playing house and how fucking not real that exercise is. Right, well, when you know when they stared at each other, too. Um, and they, cause that's when they were trying, they they obviously, I don't think they can be serious enough because I I do think they probably look, they have chemistry. I know they're attracted to each other. I know they're doing it and all that stuff, but I don't think on camera, they have the ability to keep a street, a straight face during all of this, which is probably why, again, they were given the fake baby Yeah, when they had to stare at each other for a few minutes and, um, 
one minute or two minutes or something. And then she goes, what came up for you during that? And he goes, wedding day. And she's like, me too. Me too. Me too. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Which is horseshit. Cause the way she was looking at him was just like the way you would like punk your cousin at church, trying to make them laugh or, you know, it had nothing. It was not like sentimental at all, but yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Too. Yeah. No, I was day. thinking about that. Me too. Yeah. 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 Me too. Me too. Oh, Classic Lindy. Um, yeah. That was it. With that them. was it. That was it. They was well. They had to let it give us time to soak in all the other damage that is happening in this show. So much day. I know. Now we're gonna get to the people that we have more to say about. Uh, mm-hmm. Kristen and Mitch, maybe first. Yeah, I mean, okay, right, right away. They show Mitch. He calls up his friend Shayna, Nate, pretty girl neighbor. He's like they hung out during the pandemic a bit. In my head, I'm immediately like, well, why didn't they work out? Um. But he brings up the fact that their sex life has is uh, a little pause has been placed because Mitch likes to bring a little humor into the bedroom, a <laughs> uh, little comedic uh, something. Oh, Mitch. And uh, it really wasn't Kristen's thing. And he shares with his friend that it affected him. It made him insecure. Now he feels like he can only be serious when they're intimate. And basically his friend's like, yeah, you know, that would kind of throw a sister off. If a guy was making jokes the whole time and, you know, you you're, you don't really know each other that well. And she said, tell her how you feel. Let her know how it affected you. And it was good advice. And show her that you're attracted to her. I really liked that chick. She gave good advice. She seems to know how to speak to Mitch um, without throwing him into a tailspin, but also saying, hey, dude, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Of course, Kristen's not going to think it's funny. I don't know what he he says. He can't remember. I don't know. I, I assume he was doing one of his weird accents. I pictured him at one point, maybe on top of her and then putting his armpit under his, you know, his hand or his armpit and making fart noises or something like well, I can't see, I imagine. Think it, I'm thinking a noise. I'm thinking like an awkward air forced queef and he couldn't let it go. <laughs> And like, you know what I mean? Where it's kind of like, rather than ignore it, he's got to be like, who, who do we have down there? You know, or he probably, it was something where she just, it was just life and biology and stuff. Mary went to Kristen possibly queefed and Mitch called it out. I mean that. Or, or even if I wasn't expecting that. First of all, I don't, I listen, how long have you and I been doing this podcast now? Couple years, seventy-six ma- years. We're going to, well, <laughs> no, it feels like seventy-six years when it comes to Mary First Sake. Whatever it is, it's the first time I believe anyone <laughs> has said the Q word on oh, this really? podcast. I be- I don't think we've said queef before, oh and gosh. I don't. And I'm not saying we're going to say it again. And I'm saying no, I'm not saying we're not going to say it again. But I just want to say you're welcome. America. <laughs> uh, well, good. I, you know, we like to we like to try new things. Uh, but keep it fresh. But honestly, without it being that specific um, in my mind, you are probably correct in that realm because later he was like, "Yeah, you know, bodily fluids and things and sex is funny and Hollywood makes smells it so and ser- noises and yeah." And I just thought, "Oh, Jesus Christ!" Or he like pooted during you know well, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It was. He was whatever it was, he was embarrassed. Yes. And in, in a vulnerable moment, he didn't have he's not, you know, Don Juan enough to just ignore it and keep thrusting or whatever. <laughs> he he de- I mean, I, that's how it came off to me. I And I think he, 
And so I guess because that's how I feel of why it happened, her being hard on him about it kind of makes me even again. I, and I, I feel like ugh, I'm not just taking Mitch's side because also if, it, if I were her, I'd be like, get out. Get off me. Yeah, I, would I don't think she's really being hard upset. on him to say, you know what? No sex until you can do it without with a straight face, asshole. Like, yeah, this is, I guess. We got I it. Guess. It's it's too it's he 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 started with I'm not that attracted to you, and now he's cracking jokes in bed. So it's not yeah. a good path for her. She just well, wants the guy to be a little romantic. Or yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> we, we both well, said that. that. That both of those things at the same time. I just wish she. I'm. I'd like. Part of me wishes she could just be like, "Yo, can you like grow the fuck up? Like grow up right now. No more of this shanana, haha, jazz hands. Fuck me like a man." I think that's what she's doing. I I do. I I think that's what she's doing. I mean, we. And then listen. He says he got in his head, and so now he feels insecure. It's like, well, how do you think she felt when you were doing? and you know you thought you were someone's opener at a club for five <laughs> minutes on top of her. That's Doing a not type what five. she's. Yeah, yeah, that's not what she's looking for. So true. It's just that stuff is is rough. And I think I was glad that they told Pia about it. I can't imagine how uncomfortable Pia was. She's like, this oh. is my first season, and I have to sit here and listen to you tell me that this guy cracks jokes when you guys are boning. Um, <laughs> it's just it's a lot. Um, yeah. What did you think when Pia, like, so Pia rolls up and they both say they kind of, they've got some decent trust with each other. And then I just felt like this, this first issue was just Mitch getting in his own way again. She has, Pia's got a card game for him. And the first card is who was your childhood hero or heroine? And, you know, he went Mitch like, is buff dudes, buff dudes in movies yeah, and stuff. Like, yeah, that's like generic cult. Yeah. But then he also had to mention cultural conditioning, which I'm just like, stop it. We don't need to recycle or say those words right now. We're just having a conversation. Um, yeah. And then Kristen said it was her mom and that she, her mom raised her as a single mom, came here from Cuba. She said nothing. her mom is a baddie, by the way. She, she, she did her say mom baddie. Is a baddie. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, I would never use I just that assumed term. that you didn't like it because at well, one I point I didn't and I personally didn't bring it up and now and I see that you're doing it just to get my goat a little <laughs> and it worked. I am. I knew that you didn't like when she said baddie and I knew you didn't like at the end wifey. when she was getting ready, ready to go meet the girls and she said, Can't wait to go see the other wifeies. And I thought Mary is just she if she was drinking out of a glass, she she chomped Chew down it. on it, started <laughs> chewing glass. Yeah. During this. Um Listen, when she talked about her mom being a baddie and how she was a single mom, worked away from nothing, extremely wealthy in many ways. But this, and of course, Mitch has to say, well, um, not to challenge, first of all, don't say not to challenge you on this when you, because that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he said, well, is that how you felt as a child? Because that was the question. Who was your childhood hero? And you're talking about things. Listen, I actually understand where his brain was going. It is mm-hmm. not. But it doesn't matter, dude. It does. I, I, when he said it, for some reason, I think I speak Mitch, and I, and I wish I didn't because I know, it actually is hard for me mm-hmm. uh, to to reconcile with myself. But when he said it, I thought, oh, I actually got what he's saying because they said childhood hero. He gave the generic thing, but she's talking about things when her as an adult that she looks back on. Okay, doesn't matter. 
she says, as she very clearly said to him, she was like, dude, I just want, I just shared something and you should go, that's awesome. You don't need to question me on whether or not the timeline works out for Pia's question. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Who cares? Just say, and the look on his, he's such a contrarian. He just is a contrarian. He has to, he, he can't, he literally can't help himself. I see so much of Mark in Mitch and sorry Mark being Mark. your, but yeah, my, our my, editor, her our living editor, lover, her my, boyfriend, my, my all lover, the things. Guy that's never partner. proposed to her. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. But he will do stuff like that. And it's honestly how it's, it, he does this very similar thing. He gets in his own way. He just, as much as Mitch is a contrarian, he's also rule bound when that works out to be a contra I don't know how to explain it but when he said he's like he's because I could see Mark say like in that this, having the exact same thing happen but and then he adds he goes well you know he's like you added a lot of present tense to your mom and I just you know following up on the actual question about when you were a child you know did you believe that when you were a child so I understood where he was coming from but then I a million percent can relate to Kristen like are you seriously right now because like even in that moment probably Kristen could acknowledge that there was a little bit of a truth to maybe the question where it didn't fit the bill a hundred percent based on what Mitch just said but that's not the point the point is is that she was vulnerable she shared something that was very um, special about her mom and that she wouldn't normally share so it's just that like hang up on bullshit. It's just getting in his way. It is. And I do think it's a combo of being overly analytical in some yes. ways. Yes. But I also think it's a little bit of, oh gosh, my answer was, um, I don't know, just like buff <laughs> superhero people that you see in movies. And yes, Kristen's was Sarah. deep and profound. So I think there's a little bit of of that's an interesting, yeah, yeah. I think there's a little bit of embarrassment of like, oh, I I gave a generic. I didn't even name it. I didn't even go as far as to name Spider Man or Superman or what. I just said buff dudes from movies, and Kristen <laughs> went into this whole thing. So I do think part that's of it is point. that. I, I yeah. I mean, I maybe am giving him too much. Um, thought on that, or maybe I'm overanalyzing, maybe I'm being Mitch in this situation. But I think part of him is just like, Jesus Christ, this woman is so much more in touch with her feelings and thoughts. And then I come in and just say like a dumb thing and make, you know, poo poo pee pee jokes during sex. And I like, <laughs> well, it's what's almost happening? Like you're like out, you're like out to dinner, out to lunch with someone you don't know all that well. And like, it's time to order and you take the bull by the horns and go first and you're like, I'll have a grilled cheese and tomato soup. And then they're like, I'll have, um, you know, a side of whatever with a whatever, like, you know, like a more complex thing. And then you're like, oh, I look like a fucking rube that left the house for the first time. Yeah, that wasn't a good example. But you know what I'm saying? I think I don't, he, but I do. Well, I yeah, he you wanted fully her- spiraled, but I get it. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> well, because you you speak Mary, but that not everybody Mary, does. I speak Mitch. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. I speak Kristen now too. I get it. And it's I know. all he does own it though. Like when it's explained to him back by Pia, he totally acknowledges that that was not a good way to respond, and that he totally didn't understand what 
him saying that how that would affect her. Right. Totally. I mean, that's and he's, great. he's done that with he's done that a million times, though. And that is so. And I, I think we've said this several times. Oh, you're I said on the after party when I met him, I go, you know, you really are self-aware. And I do believe that. And I and I know that some people don't agree, but I, he's self-aware. He sees when he's in his own way. I'm not saying that it means he should keep doing it. And nor am I saying he's going to ever be able to get out of his own way long enough to stop doing that. But right. But right. And so I, I even, it's like, you see it in his face. He's like, Jesus, I stepped in it again. I am my own worst enemy. It's just, Mm -hmm. but at some point it's either he, he learns to stop doing that and he learns to to think before he speaks yeah, or Kristen tears his head off and shoves it up his ass. I don't know which one's going to happen first. (laughs) Just throws it into a recycling bin, moves on with her day. (laughs) Well, because, uh, you know, they haven't, they, they had it, they talked about all that, but when then they go on the beach and, um, and they start doing the, um, you know, these conversations, uh, I, I guess it was probably cards Pia gave them too again, right? Like, yeah. That was what that like was. sexy stuff or whatever. Yeah. Or I mean, then, well, first yeah. it was like the hardest thing you've ever had to overcome. And it was, he, he tried to start a sunscreen business for surfers and with non-plastic packaging and it didn't work out and he felt like a failure. And, and, uh, not that we can all relate to the exact same cause, but we can all relate to trying something and feeling like you failed at a dream that you came up with. And especially after losing someone and feeling, Oh, what's my purpose and all this stuff. So they had a good moment there. Mm-hmm. And then, and then they got into the favorite sex position, um, conversation. And I was very surprised to find that Kristen and Mitch's favorite positions were both doggy style. Yeah. So were the people that were a mile down the beach when Kristen (laughs) proclaimed it using the shout method. I don't know if she She, picked up on that. She's like, I like doggy style because it feels good. Then she just kind of looked around and the, her dog even walked away. I was just like, that was just so (sighs) she, she, um, a couple of times during the beach scene, she proclaimed things loudly. And I, I definitely noticed it as did half of San Diego when mm-hmm. she yelled it. Um, I don't know if that is, I don't know if she's doing a thing. Like when she's uncomfortable, she kind of raises her voice where like Mitch makes jokes. She raises her voice or if she's just getting so sick of Mitch and not, answering direct questions. She's like, well, I'll go first. I like getting it from behind because it feels great. What's your answer, asshole? Uh, I hope that's it because I I like that so much more because it was just like, (laughs) I don't know. It was I was just like caught off guard. I'm like a weirdo. I'm like, oh, loud noises. What? Doggy style? No. Yeah. But oh, me too. You know, I I was like, I have a different opinion about doggy style. I I don't think. I don't think that all your needs can be met without an extra hand or a thing. I mean, yeah, no, go I'm for it. Right Whatever there works. with you, girl. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like a more, um, um, you know, everyone's the friction of the, the front, you know, we'll get it anyway. We all well, know what I'm talking true. about. Well, you know, you know what would help with that, Sarah? Is it our sponsor? Is it our sponsor, dameproducts.com? I think it might be because now that we're talking through this, I'd like to thank uh, Kristen and Mitch because maybe that's the MF, the motherfucking answer. 
We should send her. Okay, we do have a sponsor. It's dameproducts.com and you get 15% off using code MYPODCAST. They have nice sex toys. They have sent them to Mary and I. We have used them. We are not lying when we say we have used them. We could, Basically, us. we cannot send them back or re-gift them at this point. They, no. They're soiled. They are just soiled. <laughs> they are loved. They are loved like, like a, a teddy bear soiled. from a thrift store. These things have been used because they are wonderful. They are wonderful. And I believe the product you're talking about, the Eva, which yes. as you see, looks like a little turkey. It's a tiny little it's thing. A turkey. It's, it's it's it fits uh right over your your little friend on your um, you know, your clitoris. On and, your front yeah, on your front yeah. side, kinda or you know, sorta. And it's basically hands free. You you don't need much to keep it there. And so when you're in the doggy style position, you could put that, you could slap that guy on. Everyone goes <laughs> at it and have a nice time. So I agree with you. This is no maybe a joke. With- Thanks for the, the to-do list I'm building <laughs> myself right now. Cause that's a really good idea. Yes. It is a uh, hands-free, very, very fun guy. And uh, what's the one that you like, Kuna? They sent us the air as well, AER, and it's a little suction guy, and it, it <laughs> stimulates oral sex, simulates and stimulates oral sex, and it um, it's a nice time. So uh, both of them can be used by yourself or with a friend, and mm-hmm. they certainly relieve stress. They certainly give you a, a nice mood if you need one, and they certainly might make Kristen and Mitch enjoy doggy style, even though they both apparently already seem to enjoy it even more. So go to dameproducts.com, Kristen, if you're listening, and use code MYPODCAST for 15% off and get yourself in a nice mood. (laughs) God, we're real advertisers. Um, Uh, We are. So yeah, they both like doggy style. And I, this is the one thing, okay, that I got very uncomfortable with when Mitch started talking about that he liked it because he, it it's a good ending position for him. Now I understand later he goes, because I finished there. Basically he was saying I orgasm well in the doggy style position, but when he said it's a good ending position and I'm so sorry, but after party went dirty, this whole episode was about sex. There's not much I can do to clean this part up. Um, I thought, oh, he means like it's a clean shot on, shot on her back. You know, <laughs> wait, that is exactly what I thought he meant too. It this, is that is okay. swear to oh God, you're God. not alone. He's like, it's a nice ending. So it's what it's telling me is like, okay, <laughs> this is like too far. But I'm just this going to say it. This is where my brain is. So in my head, he's not wearing a condom because he's choosing not to. You know, he's a man of the earth. He wants to feel <laughs> nature the way it's intended, mm-hmm. and so he. Yeah, that's it's a nice ending spot for him to do the Superman where he blows it on her back and then puts a paper towel down like a cape or whatever the case may be. Okay, blows it on. Okay, and I I I think that's what he meant. And I agree. There's there's other ways. There's other things he could do. And I I thought that's what he meant too because even when she goes, what do you mean? He was like, oh no, I just mean I like it that way too. Like I just think everyone he got uncomfortable. I'm surprised he didn't start making jokes again. Um, Mm, And I know. Look, after that, they tried a nice moment where he 
they told each other how they like to be held. She obviously likes to be the little spoon. They were practicing it on the beach. And then Mitch, he still can't help himself. Then he goes, oh, I like to be held like this. And then he's like, and he puts his hand, head like on her stomach. And then we hear him making jokes like, oh, is this like, because I want to be like a baby again. And I, I, he starts making jokes again. And I know. I, I don't I know, know that he's going to be able to stop that. Well, and, it, and in that moment, I, I was thinking, oh, I know. It's got to be so weird to do shit like that with the cameras. But then again, the uh, situation that caused that put him in timeout from her vagine for a few weeks no, there were no camera people and he made the joke. So it isn't, right. you can't say it's the cameras, right? That's, that's true. You're correct. Um, yeah. I respected that, that, that Kristen wouldn't tell us. I really want to get her in a room and for her to tell us oh. exactly what he did. Cause she even, I think she said to Pia, like, I'm going to respect Mitch and I'm not going to say what he did that made me literally just say no more. No Mm-mm. more sex until no, you're you. done with the jokey jokies. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, oh, but, God, I want to have drinks with her so bad. <laughs> I know. I feel like we could get it out of her pretty easily. In fact, she'd probably tell the whole bar if we got three drinks in her, she'd probably scream oh, it. God. And I do want to know. It's like missing footage for us once again. Um, and then she told the girls about it and she, <laughs> she was doing like the... The finger and the whole thing. She was like, oh, we, you I know, I'm talking, yes, talk, yes. yes, and saying that they're not doing sex anymore. Um, uh, I, but he was telling the guys, well, she's really specific with her decision date demand, and that he's not really sure if he's going to be there. Um, Kristen's telling the girls, but the the good outweighs the bad, and he's a really good. She says he's a really good man, which I do believe. I agree with her. She's like, at his core, I think he's a really good man who means well. I do believe. I agree with her. She says that I believe it, but he can't get out of his own way. She says he just needs guidance. I think, I don't know. Lindy then called him bitch. Lindy really liked it. She She, was really having fun throwing everybody under the bus. I'm like, you and your husband had a fake baby all week. Like maybe back (laughs) off. (laughs) I know. Although if you saw the, uh, the previews for next week, it's like hold my beer. All the other couples are going to give to Lindy. <laughs> hold my beer because it's her. It's your turn. Um, yeah, yeah. I. It's a tough one. I just want you know. I really popular or not, and I know you feel this way. I think Mitch really is at the core a really good dude. I just am concerned. I also, I think that Kristen deserves to be as happy is humanly possible. And I am not sure if those two things equal the same thing. I know. You know what I mean? I don't and either. that's what I, I, is hard. It changes every week because there's, we, there's times when I think, Oh, good. He's figuring it out. He can definitely make her happy. It's just this one little tweak. Like I told him, I'm like, you're learning as you go. It's this one little tweak, right? It, 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 you got to make her feel supported. It's a lesson learned, all these things. But then every episode, he blurts out something and and makes her just want to rip his head off. And I yeah. you can't blame her at this point. Yeah. And the thing is, he gets it, but he's just not fixing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's fixable. I'm 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 there now. I'm back to I don't know if it's fixable. I, I, I have too. hope and then I lose hope. And that's how this mm-hmm. uh, whole shit show of a show goes for us. We feel we feel <laughs> things. And then it yeah. happens. Well, so many Morgan things. and Ben, by the way, this episode. Um, oh, 
How about Sarah. did you ca- did you catch the song? You know how I like to pick up on oh, their stock songs. I've been trying songs? to pay more attention. No, sing it to me. Oh well, when they were sitting on the couch, well, she was, uh, and they were waiting for Pia. She tapped her was toe, like, and she was tapping her toe, shaking her foot. And <laughs> the song was like, "I feel a storm coming tonight. I feel a storm coming tonight." Are That's you definitely serious? not the tune, but yeah, that was oh, the words. That's what the words were about a storm coming, and I was like, uh, "Storm Morgan already showed up and rained all over. That's already happened." <sighs> Honestly, I feel a storm coming tonight. <laughs> I mean, that would be a storm where Ben just want, like fucking lightning strike me. I just want it over. I'm done. I can't believe Pia showed up at their house not wearing full body armor. I mean, that oh. is brave. I don't know how she I wouldn't I would just go. Honestly, if I watched all the clips and they look at me and they go, Pia, you got to go in. I'd go. No, no, no. Nope, Mm-mm. I'm not going in. Send Cal. He's been here since the beginning. He can handle yeah. it. I'm yeah. too scared. We need a veteran up in there. I'd be. I'd. I'd wear a beer helmet. I'd sit by Cal. <laughs> I would take notes, but I would. Nope, not going by myself. Unarmed. I <laughs> beer helmet. I would like. I would like to watch you sitting there, just two straws <laughs> in your mouth, drinking out of a beer helmet, just staring at her, like watching, watching them going back and forth like tennis. Um, it. <laughs> It was so uncomfortable. She, he did say something about, so we were talking last week. I think we were curious where, who's been staying where. And I do, I guess Morgan has her own place, right? Okay. Yeah. That did come up. So it sounded like, I think at the beginning after the storm coming tonight song, um, (laughs) Ben said that she had been at home. So they haven't seen each other. She comes in. She's, First of all, she's always wearing scrubs and I know she's a nurse and all that, but we've seen a a few people in the Facebook group have pointed out to me. Now, I'm not a nurse, obviously. I'm a nurse. No, I'm not a nurse, (laughs) but I'm just saying. People in the Facebook group that are nurses have pointed out that sometimes you should get out of your scrubs when you come home, especially. uh, Right. Like change your clothes. Health. I don't know. She's always in her scrubs. So, but I think she just likes to let us know that she just doesn't have any time, right? I came straight here from that's, I think her scrubs are like her badge. She's, and this is no shade on nurses, none of that shit. Obviously, I have the utmost respect for that profession. The point is, I feel like she on purpose is like, I'm going to wear my scrubs because I want everyone to fucking remember that I was just saving fucking lives before I fucking (laughs) rushed over here. Like, you know, like everything feels very um, hard done by as I it does. Yeah. Yes. I, it just it was another it's another thing she can do to share with us that she's inconvenienced highly. Yes, you know, that is like, it there. Yes, it's, you know, and then right away, can we just say P is there? OK, yada, yada. Morgan's crying immediately. And it it's disappointing. Disappointing. She won't oh, go ahead. Partner. Oh, do it. Yeah. Just no, you know, she's just do it, Morgan. Well, I'm trying to see if I have any. Well, she just, you know, she would expect a husband and a partner to have your back. You know, she she thought they went into this. No. And she said, you know, it's and I don't even know. I don't have anything to say. Defense mode. Oh, yeah. Just I'm just is who's in defense mode. She is. She She said she's been in defense mode the whole time. I've just I've just been in defense mode this entire time. And it's because I would just expect a husband and partner to have your back. 
But guys, oh God, your voice for Morgan, again, we know that that's not what she talks like. We, it's just what she does talk like in our heads. In my and head, in I, your head. I do have to say, um, so it has been dubbed as, if someone pointed out that you sound like a Holly Hunter when you do it. And then yeah. in our group, in our group, I have to find, I took a screenshot because I wanted to give her full, full credit for the name. And now am I, oh, here, yes, Ellen. Ellen in our Facebook group, are you my podcaster, said more like I'd call her Holly Holker because she's like st- stomping and smashing. <laughs> like if she like walks around and stomps things and throws flowers. She's like uh, Holly Hunter. I guess I'd call her Holly Holker. And that. So now she's I mean, the 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 evolution of your voice into mm-hmm. it's just for it's really is, taken it's, on a life of its own and i love it, it has. so much every so much. season every season something happens and that one that's what with a voice and that happened for this uh well ben and real quick ben runs and gets her tissues immediately yeah. and then part of me's like he just wants to get out of like arm's reach you know what i mean like i yeah i, I the whole thing is it feels so uncomfortable well, it's really uncomfortable to watch. Listen, I don't, Ben's obviously not a very good communicator. At this point, I do, and I think I said this last week, he he looks like he's talking to his dad. And I think he even brought that up with Pia. He's like, it's hard for me. Um, she talks the way my father spoke. And I I just have a very hard time. I basically just shuts down. You see it. You can see yes. it 100%. And so he, end up, he ends up getting frustrating to watch and looking like an asshole when and i don't think it's really his fault but he can't communicate he looks like a deer in headlights the whole time even pia was like well don't you think that's vindictive you attacked her character and but there was no i didn't like that i didn't like it either i didn't like it because i want her to say give me example morgan of of when he attacked your character we know about the nurse thing jesus christ do we know about the nurse thing we know about it we have heard him apologize we heard his friend say to her are you so you're just never gonna let this go like we have heard everyone say to her aren't you you gotta let it go he's already said he fucked that up he already god sorry but he's already said that he's messed it up and now he's like yeah no i expect it to be aggressively called out and 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 conversations with her are scary for me because she has the same temperament as my dad and it's like but you have already apologized and so when but she starts going off on that to Pia and saying, I need him to apologize. He hasn't apologized. He actually looked like he was about to go, wait, 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 <laughs> hold yeah. on. I have apologized profusely. But instead he goes, yeah, no, I need to apologize better. I just need to I, apologize better. I, I can't take it. I'm like so fired up over this. First, that okay. When Pia says, it sounds like you've been pretty vindictive and like Ben was like, well, well, what can you define vindictive? And Pia says that you purposely told untruths about her. How do you expect someone to react to you? I, I don't think that's a fair. I don't think that's a fair explanation of vindictive because I don't think Ben was ever being vindictive. I think he might have said things that were untrue, not knowing that they were untrue at the time. And until they give us an example, because honestly, I just Googled vindictive, having or showing a strong desire for revenge. I mean, he he wasn't going after her to paint, to taint her character. He just, <laughs> I want to... I want to know what these fucking lies were, these untruths. There weren't any other than the nursing thing. And then that got cleared up. 
And then what we've been made to believe since then is that the only lying he's been doing is lying straight to her face about air quotes, not talking to Justin when he was, in fact, talking to to Justin straight to my face, straight to my face. My walls are up. My my windows are closed. My legs are bound up. My pushy's gone. I don't know. But I'm just I don't understand. Like, okay, so that was the one thing. And then he has apologized. He has apologized to this girl. The fact that it's not emotional and like really meaningful to Morgan, she can go fuck herself because he has never had that ability to communicate like that. Not with himself, not with his mom, not with his dad, whether it's cultural, familial, whatever. He doesn't have that in him. That doesn't mean he's not apologizing and that doesn't mean he doesn't mean it. Because she, she's like, you ha- you're apologizing, but you're not apologizing the way that I feel like would be good enough as an apology. And the fact that Pia sat there yes. And, yes. and agreed with it, because he, she says, would you be able, Pia said, would you be able to accept a full apologizing and, and apology? And, P- and Morgan's like, oh my God, of course. Yes, of course I would. What? Oh, yeah. No, you wouldn't. Mm-hmm. You've gotten one. And let's not forget. And this, it started because she... Admittedly, there was a clip where she said, I feel bad that I lied about my nursing thing or whatever. She said that in a confessional um, or exaggerated. She said lied. But and so. Basically, what it seems and, you know, I can't even talk about it anymore, but she she said something to get about the show, claiming she was done with the thing when she was not done with a, a certain class, but she was still already a nurse. She's just furthering her degree. Okay. Nobody cares. It was a dumb thing for her to fib about in the first place. It was a dumb thing for him to overreact about. But it was the first time they met. He freaked out. And then he went and shamed her for it, whatever. He fucked up. There is no denying that, whatever. It is It is over. That is over. Now, okay, he is venting to Justin. Wrong person to vent to. I'm back to blaming Alexis for all of this at this point because mm-hmm. she is not being a good friend. She is acting. She likes to stir the pot. We, Alexis is, is we're seeing more and more really, really liked her in the beginning. And I still like her, but I just think she really likes to stir the pot. And, um, she talked about last week on after party, how they, or a couple weeks ago, whenever it was, how girls get together and they have wine. Of course we all check in with each other, but, but Ben can't check in with Justin. He's, I'm going to go tell Morgan. It just, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know what he has said to Justin. I don't know the deal. I don't know. But what we're being shown is all we have to go by. Mm-hmm. And at this point, it is borderline abusive. Yes. Verbally and, and it's emotionally, like, the way she's treating him. It is. It It's, and isn't it a little like, and again, I feel like I'm just, I, I say it more than I'm comfortable saying it, but isn't it a little like gaslighty? Like, it's like, because right, there's a situation here in this conversation where both Pia and uh, Morgan look over at Bin like, yeah, he hasn't apologized good, like, well enough. And, and, and where they ask him, one of them, or Pia says, like, would you be able to genuinely apologize? Or what do you think that he, and like you said, he's sitting there going, are you guys fucking kidding me right now? Like, is this a bad dream? I, that's all I've been doing for 13 weeks now or wherever the fuck we are and sorry with the F's, but 
it's it's like it, like you said, it's borderline abusive. This guy, he's not a bad guy. He made a mistake. He made a mistake for signing up for the show. Number one, and this. I'm I'm like verklempt. I can't even. I don't even. Well, I don't, because I don't, I don't. Pia sitting there acting. Don't act like any. No apology. First of all, the only person actually telling it like it is about this entire situation Nate. is Nate. Mm-hmm. And and he goes. First of all, what is an emotional apology? Because what the hell does that mean? Because Nate. Because now Ben is just repeating what these weird words that they're saying to him that he doesn't yes. even understand. So well, of course it's going to become more and more disingenuous when it comes out of his mouth because he doesn't even know what he's supposed to be saying. So what is an emo- Nate was like, what does that even mean? And then he said, "Look, you can. She's not going to believe anything you say at this point, right? Right. So yes, he has gone and talked to Justin when he said he wouldn't. Yes, he lied to her about it. None of that is okay. But at this point, I don't know who he's supposed to have been talking to, and also I don't." think it's okay that nobody on this show is throwing him any kind of life raft or bone, uh, no. including Pia, including that, like the, she should have been said, Morgan, do you really believe you would accept an apology for him? Or were you pissed off at him from day one? And now no matter what he does, you're always going to berate him. I mean, he, she even mocked him again, this episode where she, she kind of, she goes, yeah, woo, if, I, if I do X, Y, and Z, blah, 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 like started kind of mocking the way his brain thinks. And it's just it's Sarah, just gross. I can't deal with it. I had that written down and I said she mocked his tone and style again. Um reminded me of like the stuttering mocking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 if I went shout <laughs> and if I went over the X, Y, and the G and I have written fuck you, girl, fuck you. I'm so I was livid. Livid. He the reason so he literally because he's being told by these women that the way he has apologized is not enough. He's just stringing words along, hoping that something comes out that they'll say yes. And when he says something like, uh, they're like, well, what kind of uh, apology would be? And he goes, uh, I don't know, something with action. So he's fumbling. And then Pia says, well, what kind of action? And he says, uh, maybe a massage and a heartfelt apology or something. And then she's like, do you see Morgan shaking her head over there? Well, yes, of course you forced him to say something asinine because you're not, no one is like you said, throwing him a lifeline. Nobody's doing anything. I think he deserves like, like disability or something like he, whatever they, if they pay for this show or he deserves to be sent on a fucking year paid healing vacation <laughs> i know it is it was it i please god let i i mean i say this every week if if they don't pull the plug next week i might pull the plug on my tv and then yes. set it on fire so that's yes. how i feel about them yes um, and speaking oh. of setting my tv on fire alexis and, alexis and justin mm-hmm. um girl this conversation about her going out with her friends every week and him not being comfortable with it and saying there needs to be a balance, but then her saying it's only a couple hours, but then her saying, but also I told you I would, maybe I would never at one point did she suggest that she had said that she would only do it once a month until after um, party, Pia came right? over. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Or no, Pia came over. Was she on oh, after party? Oh. Why am I getting my... Oh yeah, she was. You're right. Sorry. I, it was Alexis, Stasha, and Beth. Um, but 
it was just all it, the, it, the talking in circles that these two do. And okay. No, going out to the club every weekend when you're married is a little bit much. I fully believe in independence. I didn't get married until I was 40. Uh, I, first of all, I can't stand going out to the club anyway, but Alexis basically saying, well, you underestimate the turn up because I could go out Monday to Saturday. I'm what kind of answer is that? Oh, I'm being so good that I go out to the club every weekend instead of five days a week. And that's how I'm showing you I'm a good wife. Like that. It's just a dumb asinine dig your heels in thing. I understand she's sick of Justin. I understand she doesn't want to hang out with him. We get it. But it isn't uh, you, 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 of course you have to have your independence, but when you are, if I was going out to a club every weekend with my friends, I think my husband would say, what's up. Right. And we've mm-hmm. been married for a while. So in the beginning, when you're getting to know each other, if that's what you're doing and then harping on that, he said he wanted you to be yourself and be free in his vows. I don't think he meant, I want you to be free at the club every weekend. Right. I, yeah. It's just a bizarre, dumb thing for her to be. It's not the hill to die on. I don't think so either. And and she did the, there's been so much back and forth there. And again, I don't know which episode or, or where or after party, whatever, but it was like where it came up. She said at one point, she's like, it's not always the club. Sometimes I like to go to brunch, but then it was always the club. But then it was like, Justin said at one point, it's at some point, well, you know, it, almost like anywhere but the club, I wouldn't care. Like if she was going and getting a pedicure with with her girlfriends one weekend or doing this or going to, you know, but what's the what's the thing about the club? So there's dance with dancing, a bar. So, OK, maybe just go be like Justin let's go dancing let's like me and you let's go do this thing or let's go sit at a bar or let I mean I don't get it I think she tried to indicate or did indicate that she has invited him and that he won't go but I don't I'm to the point and I'm not defending Justin fully in this by any means because there is a balance and when he says balance to her he needs to learn a balance too you do need to maybe take your wife out a little bit more and then she maybe right. won't want Right. Like maybe he's True. too much of a homebody. And she, so they're both, they're way too uh, polar opposite on this. But I think she tried to indicate or that she has invited him and he won't go. But if that's not his scene, can it be, hey, look, I don't want to go to the club with you and your girlfriends. That sounds like my worst nightmare. And by the way, it mm-hmm. sounds like my personal worst nightmare. Me too. Sarah Colonna, too. Mary Rudzinski. Um, but I think. That he's going to have to go, look, okay, I get it. You like to go out. I'm too much of a homebody. I'll make more of an effort so that you don't feel. But they are in a, in a, in a condensed eight-week experiment. Yes, that's so if the you other can't, thing. Yeah, and I think it was even Pia that said, what is it about him that you can't just want to, why so early do you want to do this? And she's like, well, I want to establish my independence and this and that. Yes, but this is, this is a, an this experiment is the get to thing. know you. Yeah, this is the phase. So, it, it, yes, you need to set some boundaries and show some things that you're going to be doing, but it just, uh, she wants to be full blown Alexis as she was bef- single. And that is not how it works. There is a huge balance. And I will scream this from the top of my lungs because I know I'm good at it. Like, I spend 
plenty of time alone. I spend plenty of time with my friends, mostly because my husband and I are apart a lot due to our work. So we have a different situation, I guess. But either way, but we also like to go out together. We have fun together. Right. And they're going to have to figure that out. And part of that for sure is on Justin. Oh, absolutely. He's damned if he does. He's damned if he doesn't when he brings things up. I mean, we're seeing that more and more. She wants him to be honest. She wants him to speak his truth. And then when he does, it bites him in the ass every fucking time. And when she said that she feels that she's being controlling and manipulative of the whole idea that on the altar, he said, I want you to be free. And now he's having problems with her going to the club every week. But like, how about having to give your dog away? And that was like, honestly, the one the one thing where I really credited Pia a little bit when they were yes. talking was when, you know, uh, she basically says because she she tells Pia about, well, yeah, and my my dog was attacked and all these things. She's my baby. And he was like, well, yeah, he he had to give his dog away, though. And that's a sacrifice, too, isn't it? I mean, that has not been acknowledged enough. No, at all. And and the way Alexis said it, she goes, his dog attacked mine and I stayed with him as if he sick his dog he, as if he was like go, go get newton and rip his face off to, her, to yeah. his dog maya right yeah like this she is, she made again, it about justin yeah you two misintroduced you did a bad job introducing your dogs and now the only person that's paid for it i understand newton was hurt but newton is fine and i understand it's scary i get all that i'm a big animal lover i get it but he gave his dog away yeah yeah he gave his dog away which i also don't agree with but the dog's gone so, um, and there has been no acknowledgement of his pain for that on her end. And I think Justin has a hard time even bringing that stuff up. So when he finally did with the blindfolds and he actually called that out and said, I don't think you would have done the same thing for me mm-hmm. and I, if the roles were reversed and all this stuff. And she sat there and then when she wouldn't talk back and mm-hmm. she acted like it was because she wanted him to sit in his truth and she didn't want to um, ruin that when he was like, being fu- fully honest and he's never said anything like that. But then at the end, when they started yelling at each other at the end of the episode, she's like, you've never said anything like that to me. Yeah. She finally realized, Oh my God, I look like a fuck. I look like an asshole. I look yes. like an asshole. I'm an yes. asshole. And no one's told me that yet. And it just happened. And so then she shut down, but played it off as I needed to let him, you know, he was just open yeah. with me. She did the same thing she did to him at dinner a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Where she acted like everything was fine, but she was not fine. He, and then she, she exploded. Yes. That's the thing where I think she, it's like, she's a little, acts a little too big for her britches or whatever my mom used to say about me when I was being an asshole. Like she, she thinks that she's getting away with it. Like at the table, that scene when she was like, nope, just going to keep to myself. And in here, you yeah, know, I'm just going to allow, I want him to be able to speak his truth without feeling attacked. When he when she does that, it's palpable. The energy's palpable that she's fucking not happy. Justin can feel it. He acknowledges it and she's like, "No, no, I'm fine." And that is horseshit. If you're all about honesty and vulnerability and speaking your truth, you're lying to him. And he knows you're lying. We know you're lying. It it just makes me want to upend a table and claw sidewalk until my nails fall off. I know. <laughs> it 
was so frustrating when she started saying that she feels isolated and alone and dismissed by both of you and my mental, this isn't good for my mental health and all this stuff. It was so, um, it was so because she didn't like how she was being portrayed in the moment is what I felt from it. And she started to realize what she's looking like because Pia's calling her out and it's like, Pia's just there saying, hey, well, he did give his dog away and it is kind of weird to go to the club every weekend. And now he's being a big baby by taking his ring off. I get it. But like, don't you see how you're making him feel and blah, blah, blah. It's just, oh, and also, by the way, because the the big thing last week or whenever it was when she said that they had sex but hadn't come to fruition or whatever, when she basically on After Party tried to make it sound like he couldn't get it up. Mm-hmm. Well, now it sounds like, because Justin said that he's every time he tries, she won't reciprocate. So it's almost... She is such a shit stirrer. She's really a shit stirrer because I think she on after party wanted to say it. She's she said that she said before he has a wet dream. She basically made it seem like he couldn't get it up. And then Justin's like, well, I've tried with her and she won't reciprocate. So that's why we haven't. And that's probably all it has been. Like they probably right. haven't actually fully tried. But she kind of likes to throw people under the bus. Not in even just in her marriage. Yeah. Sarah, I, I have a lot. I, I think we should, I think we should take, take it on over. Take it on over. We've, we've, uh, we've bent your ears long enough, guys. It's, it's been over an hour. So we are going to now go over to Patreon and keep going. I have more to say about this situation. So do you head over there. Great. Thank you for your support. And if you can't, don't worry. We will see you next Thursday for our full recap. As always, more to say. Bye. Bye.